When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I'm looking at uh, this list from U.S. News and World Report. The 2024 best places to retire in the U.S. And I thought, oh, okay, let's see. I mean, it's they're, they're identifying the best places to retire. Uh, they analyzed data for the 150 largest metropolitan areas in the United States to assess how well they meet Americans' retirement needs and expectations. Top criteria include the happiness of local residents, housing affordability, tax rates, and health care quality. I don't believe the list. <laughs> just as, I can tell you right now, I'll give you a million dollars, a million dollars right now from chewing the fat without looking at this list. If you haven't seen the list, yeah, if you've seen the list, that doesn't count. But, if you, but I'm telling you, you could not tell me the number one city, the number one best place to retire in the United States, according to U.S. News and World Report. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Number one. Now, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you number one yet. All right? I'm not even going to tell you number one yet. Let's go down to the bottom. Let's go to the top 12 because 12th is a favorite of mine, Tampa, Florida. And that's, I believe that. I believe that Tampa, Florida, yeah, I buy that. In fact, I would say a little bit higher but uh, I'll give you Tampa as 12th on the list. According to this, they're number 24 as the best places to live. So that 12th uh, place uh, to retire. All right, I, I can live with that. And uh, then we get up to uh, number 11, which is Ann Arbor, Michigan. Maybe. Maybe I give you that. Okay, maybe. Ann Arbor's a, a great city, home to the University of Michigan. I, I I love Ann Arbor, but to retire in eh, eh. number ten. Now I love to say this: seven of the top ten cities that they say are the best cities to retire in come from the same state. Okay, and I know what you're thinking: oh, must be Florida, must be Texas. Nope. The number one city. According to this list, is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> now, if you live in Harrisburg, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Okay, I, I, I know I'm not making fun of Harrisburg. I'm sure it's beautiful, especially this time of year. The number one place to retire in seven cities in Pennsylvania: Reading, Pennsylvania. Is it Reading? Reading. Lancaster, Pennsylvania, number three. Scranton, Pennsylvania, number four. Allentown, Pennsylvania, number five. Number seven, York, Pennsylvania. I mean, come on. And number 10, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. Does someone at usnews.com have uh, real estate investments in Pennsylvania? I think so. There's no way this list is real. The number six is a New York City. 
to retire? Stop it. Then number eight is Daytona Beach, Florida. Maybe. Maybe I give you Daytona as a place to retire. But above Tampa? No. But holy cow, this list cannot be real. It just can't be. I'm sorry, I don't believe it. U.S. News and World Report with your realestate.usnews.com places to retire and the number one city is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? No, I don't believe it. I don't. I know that uh, the great outdoors are easily accessible in Harrisburg. It's Pennsylvania's capital. Bikers and runners take in the scenery of the Susquehanna River on the trails of Riverfront Park, which also hosts many of the metro area's annual festivals and events. Residents also enjoy hiking the famous Appalachian Trail, Appalachian, yeah, Appalachian Trail, or camping and mountain biking in many nearby state parks and forests. This city is within easy driving distance of Amish country. <laughs> yeah, that's why I want to retire. Go, go take a look at the Amish country. Let's go look at those guys in their horse and buggies. <laughs> Maybe we can get some unpasteurized milk and buy some corn and fruit from the old Amish people. Oh, also, it's close to Gettysburg National Military Park and Hershey Park and a concert series and a spa at the Hotel Hershey. And, you know, famous for chocolate treatments so you can go do your old person spa at hersey oh yeah but you still are able to have a big city weekend if you're living in harrisburg uh getaways are there for the taking new york city philadelphia baltimore washington dc and who doesn't who doesn't want to spend a weekend in philadelphia or baltimore man now you're sounding fun this there's right there's no way no, it's just a joke. I don't mean we're going to burn the cities down. Don't let my wife see this list, man. She will actually believe it. Oh, Pennsylvania, it's beautiful. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Welcome. I don't believe the list. I'm sorry. This list is not true. There's no There's no way I believe this list. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I saw, <coughs> I, I saw the American Heart Association's new study that found older adults who smoke marijuana have higher risk of heart attacks and strokes. <laughs> oh. They also found that daily marijuana smokers have a 34% higher chance of developing heart failure. (laughs) Please. Another recent study found that past month binge drinking and marijuana use among the over 65 crowd. That was like a retirement show today. The over 65 crowd rose by 450% between 2015 and 2019. (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty incredible. So for between 2015 and 2019, the past month binge drinking and marijuana use among the over 65 crowd rose 455%. That's got to be right. It's got to be just, we interviewed people at the villages and... 
So that's all we talked to, and that's where we got our info from. So just be careful out there on the road, whether you're in a real car or in a golf cart in the villages. Oh, you know, I see where uh, New Delhi, definitely not one of the cities you want to retire in. Uh, India's Delhi city is now going to restrict the use of vehicles next week to curb rising pollution as air quality in the capital remained dangerously unsafe for a third consecutive day despite mitigation efforts now new delhi uh, ranks among the world's top polluted cities every year so i'm sure that's not a it's not a best places to live or a best place to retire city uh and we're on the i guess we're getting close to you know we're winter time so uh we're going to uh and then so the the, the with the low temps and everything the it traps uh traps pollutants and uh, we need to curb vehicles in new delhi so get ready to walk if you're thinking about visiting new delhi or you live in new delhi uh thanks for listening but i would uh, say be ready to walk because they're going to go ahead and start limiting automobile i'm sorry vehicle use in new delhi so have fun and we have to do it now because they've got the big uh hindu festival diwali coming up and so they, <laughs> everybody's lighting fireworks off, and it's just a beautiful time of year where we're celebrating the festival of Diwali. And so pollution is going to be even worse. So we need to take care of that right now. So the local government said it will impose the odd-even vehicle rule from the 13th of November to the 20th. Okay, now that's uh, prime time Diwali. <laughs> I thought that, that's when Diwali is happening. So vehicles with odd registration numbers on the road on odd dates and similarly vehicles with even numbers on alternate days. Man, that sounds like fun. That sounds like fun. Are you driving? And it's an odd day and you have an even vehicle number. Uh, we're going to have to arrest you. You're going down. We're going to take your car we're going to impound your car and you're not getting it back. You know, for the name of pollution. Oh, did you see where uh, Janet Yellen, our Treasury Secretary here in the U.S., uh, she spoke yesterday at the IRS and uh, talked about how what a bad thing uh, funding cuts to the IRS would be. Right? Uh, she expanded upon previous goals, highlighting IRS plans for improved service, technology, a limited free direct file pilot. Oh man. Now, now you're talking, <laughs> uh, that's what we need, uh, is, uh, an IRS that's, uh, approachable. We want, uh, we want the phone online and in person. We want that updated. Our, we're renewing our pledge. Janet said of the IRS to achieve an 85% level of service. The IRS will aim for average call wait times of five minutes or less. That is so good. I mean, really, really good. Um, they've met uh, its paperless processing initiative goal. Uh, they've, you know, paper, paper backlogs have been an issue for the IRS and the agency estimates more than 94% of individual taxpayers will no longer need to send mail. <laughs> Isn't that great? And she also uh, went on to say about, uh, you know, the House Republicans voted to strip the IRS funding in 2023. 
boy, that would be a terrible thing. Would that? Yes, it would. But Janet said, "Hey, playing politics with IRS funding is unacceptable. Cutting it would be damaging and irresponsible." Man, how much do you like Janet Yellen now? Because I know reading that and hearing her is even better. I li- actually listened to the speech. I'm not playing her for you because I can't take her. I'm sure she's a very nice person. Eh. But I can't take the way she sounds. And when she talks about cutting it would be damaging and irresponsible, that makes me believe that that's exactly what we need to do. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So yesterday we talked about the SAG-AFTRA deal and uh, looking like it was going to fall through because uh, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers uh, gave them their final, I'm sorry, their last, best, and final offer. And SAG-AFTRA said, yeah, how about no? But that's what I thought we were done. We were walking away from it, but I guess they're still in talks. Um, we found out today that uh, the committee met for hours yesterday, and they also indicated that the deliberations are nearing an end. What does that mean? Does it mean we're nearing an end and we're going to get a deal and we're going to get people back to work, or we're nearing the end because we can't see any resolution to this and we're just going to continue to be on strike? I don't know. I mean, I guess it sounds like we're close, but I wouldn't count on it. I know they were laughing about uh, trying to get ready for the uh, what their uh, the the winter television season. <laughs> okay, all right, sure, that's what we care about. Uh, you know, I actually there's some shows that I'll miss, but I'll get over it, no problem. So good luck. I hope everybody gets what they want. No, I do. I I mean that. So don't forget, we have the 57th Annual Country Music Association Awards taking place at Nashville's Bridgestone Arena tonight. Looking forward to that. Apparently, we've given out some some early awards. Uh, I guess uh, Hardy and Lainey Wilson got an award on Good Morning, Morning America today, earning a trophy for Musical Event of the Year, Weight in the Truck. Uh, okay, well, congratulations to Lainey and Hardy. I know that Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning are going to be the hosts of the event, so, you know, Peyton's perfect for that stupid kind of stuff. He's great. Oh, I mean, and so is Luke Bryan, by the way. He's great, too. Is, uh, is the musical superstar of the world going to be there, though? Is Taylor Swift showing up at the CMAs? Oh, no, Jeff, she doesn't have anything to do with the Country Music Association. Okay, okay, I'm just saying, Taylor, it's a Taylor Swift world, and we all just live in it. Uh, I guess she. I guess some of her tour is now down in South America going on now, but I saw where, speaking of Taylor Swift, uh, I see where her uh, recording of her 2000, I'm sorry, her re-recording of her 2014 album uh, 1989 now becomes Swift's 13th album to top Billboard charts and is the biggest album debut by any artist since 2015. Incredible. Just incredible. Now, is that the, did she have to re-record that because that was part of the deal that, uh, where she lost, uh, her lost her rights and her, uh, 
her financial arrangement for those songs. Okay. All right. Well, good for you. T. Friends call her T. I also see where uh, Gannett, you know, the biggest newspaper chain in the U.S. I know. I didn't think there were newspapers anymore either, but there are. Uh, They uh, are, I want to congratulate uh, Brian West, 35-year-old journalist uh, from Arizona who's moving into Nashville. Uh, He is now going to be uh, holding a position for Gannett. Be working out of the Tennessean newsroom for USA Today and the chain's more than 200 local dailies reporting on all things Swift and only all things Swift. Just reporting on Taylor Swift. So he probably doesn't know her yet. He probably will in the future and be able to call her T like me. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe someday, Brian. Maybe someday. And if Taylor's not going to be at the CMAs, then is Patrick Dempsey going to be there? Because Patrick Dempsey has just been voted People's 2023 Sexiest Man Alive. So congratulations to Patrick Dempsey. Uh, you remember the uh, his part for Grey's Anatomy, uh, Derek McDreamy Shepherd. Oh, yeah. How you doing? My name is Patrick. I am the sexiest man alive. Step back behind this curtain. Let's take a look at the anatomy. Oh, yeah. Congratulations to Patrick. I don't know if he's going to be at the CMAs or not. Uh, He is uh, out promoting some new movie that he's in. Who knows? They all are hawking their own stuff. So congratulations to Patrick. You are the sexiest man alive. 57 now damn handsome man i don't have to tell you who timbaland is i mean hello timothy zachary mosley yeah i mean you know him as uh you know i'm an american record producer who's received widespread acclaim for his innovative production work and distinctive stuttering rhythm that's timbaland i'm just telling you I, i i probably don't have to tell you but i just wanted to for those of you that don't know who timbaland is but i will say that uh, he was on a show and uh, he was doing a show and was asked a question about Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. And he said, hey, uh, Justin should have put a muzzle on Britney. (laughs) Now that's funny business right there. That's a good line. That's a good line. He's taking questions from the audience and uh the, the talked about uh, his uh, his uh, collab with Justin called Crimea River. You you're familiar with that song, and uh, she, uh, <laughs> you know she released her memoir, and uh, she was asked, uh, "Hey, do you uh, you know what's up with that with you and Justin, and how are things getting along now that the you know the Spears memoir is out?" And Timbaland commented, "She going crazy, right?" I wanted to call JT. Man, you got to put a muzzle on that girl. That's funny stuff. That's funny stuff. But of course, not in today's world. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. There was back a social media backlash. We can't have that. 
So, like he does most nights, uh, going live on TikTok. Again, I don't have to tell you that. I'm sure that you're catching his live stream on TikTok every night. Uh, he wanted to apologize to Britney fans uh, and her, uh, saying that, uh, you know, yes, you know about respecting women. Hell yeah. Uh, it was just a joke. It's just a joke. And if you don't like the joke, tough. But Timbaland bent the knee, of course, because everyone has to. But you don't have to. You don't have to bend the knee. You just don't. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So my man Jeremy Renner must be getting better because he's uh, posting, uh, you know, he's been posting stuff on his rehab uh, coming back from his snowplow accident. I mean, just incredible. He, you know, obviously almost died uh, on January 14th, right? I mean, the 52-year-old actor talked about his recovery program. His body was nearly crushed under the 14,300-pound snowcat, more than 30 broken bones. He talked about his rehab, but he also talked about how the accident taught him not to squander his life. Okay, I mean, that's good news. Uh, more people should have that. But uh, every day, countless hours of physical therapy, peptide injections, IV drips, and pushes, stem cell and exosomes, red light IR therapy, hyperbaric chamber. I've always wanted a hyperbaric chamber. Uh, uh, if someone wants to give me anything, give me a hyperbaric chamber. Uh, 2.0 atmospheres, cold plunge, and he claims, and the list goes on. But my greatest therapy has been my mind and the will to be here and push to recovery and be better, be exceptional, not to squander my life. Give back to my family, friends, and all of you whom have empowered me to endure. I thank you all. Hashtag love and titanium. Uh, it's cute. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jeremy. So you must have something new coming out. Uh, I feel like Tin Man. Let's see. I've decided to push through the pain of progress, uh, this damn shattered tibia, and take new parts for a tiny test drive. Uh, the body is miraculous. Even though I feel like Tin Man needing oil for all my new joints, knees, hips, ankles, tibia, etc. Encouraged after this warm up to press on. Don't tell my PT. So okay, so he's going to continue on. I mean, that's incredible what he's what he's going through. Now, not everyone. I mean, I would say, I mean, the physical therapy is a nightmare. No matter what you're trying to. Uh, trying to rehab on. But then we have peptide injections, IV drips, stem cell and exosomes, red light IR therapy, hyperbaric chamber 2.0 atmospheres, cold plunge. I mean, he's going through a lot to rehab. So good for him. Good for him. Again, though, just as a side note, 
You can email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, and let me know uh, that you have a hyperbaric chamber that you'd like to send me, and then, and then I'll let you know where to have that delivered to, okay? So, uh, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Just say, hey, Jeffy, uh, heard you needed a hyperbaric chamber. I've got one. Where do I send it? It's real simple. And I will, I will thank you uh, when I send you the address of where to send my hyperbaric chamber. And I realize that it's probably going to be used, although I'm happy to take a new one. Uh, I'm happier even to take a new one. But even if it is used, and it's got to be in working condition. I don't want some broken down hyperbaric chamber like, that's a hyperbaric chamber, but it doesn't work anymore. No, don't try to pull that on me. Okay? I want, well, I want a working hyperbaric chamber. You can let me know on X if you want. You can direct message me at JeffyJFR. You can direct message me on Instagram and Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. That's fine. You can go ahead and message me on YouTube if you want, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's fine. You can go ahead. You know what you can do? This is, this is the kind of nice guy I am. All right. I'm having you give me a hyperbaric chamber. You can order a cameo from me as well, at JeffyJFR. And uh, those aren't free. You just order the cameo and then the pays for it. But you can tell me, you know, how you want me to say thank you to you. All right. What you want me to say uh, and how you want me to say thank you to you for giving me the hyperbaric chamber uh, through cameo. I, you know, that's, I'm just trying to be nice. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of things to, you know, help because that's me, a helper. I mean, I could, I could thank you before it arrives. Or you can order the cameo after it arrives, and I can give you the thank you cameo from the hyperbaric chamber. You can decide, though. It's up to you. Either way. Uh, either way, thank you. People are starting to get a little mad. Uh, YouTube's global crackdown on ad blockers. Uh, people are getting a little ticked. Uh, users are uninstalling the programs like they're the uh, Splitwise app after a particular harrowing bachelorette party. Yeah, okay, funny. That's a funny line from the story. Uh, the company started restricting ad blockers earlier this year as a small experiment. Was it a small experiment? It later confirmed that it's expanding the initiative, hoping to motivate users to watch ads or cough up to $14 a month for YouTube premium. That led users to delete their ad blocking apps. Wow. Uh, the Wired report found users are installing and uninstalling different ad blockers at a record rate as they try to find one that YouTube can't detect. <laughs> uh, AdGuard, one of the biggest players in the ad blocking market, told Wired that it typically sees 6,000 daily uninstalls. But since the crackdown, it's seen 11,000 on average with a one-day high of 52,000. Wow. So the privacy advocates are arguing that YouTube can't block you from blocking it. Expert Alexander Hanif filed a complaint last month with the Irish Data Protection Commission. You don't want to mess with the Irish Data Protection Commission. Alleging that YouTube's detection of ad blockers flouts EU digital privacy policy. YouTube argues that using ad blockers on the site violates its terms of service and creators rely on ad reviews to monetize their content. So it's an ongoing battle. Good luck to Alexander. And uh, I don't know that I want to say good luck to YouTube. I thought I thought they were still being uh, nice to people, but I just saw where uh, Dana Lash had a bunch of, a couple of YouTubes uh, deleted and they're still going after and shutting people down. So uh, still kind of a nightmare. 
feel kind of a nightmare. Which leads me to blazetv.com. Blazetv.com. Become a subscriber and you will find that we're not going to uh, we're not going to censor anybody. And uh, if you go to the new blaze.com, doesn't even have any ads, okay? Yeah. No ads. So that's kind of cool. So if you are already a member of Blaze TV, thank you. Appreciate it. You help it helps keep this show free. Uh, if you're not, if you're just listening to Chewing the Fat, you can be a member of a Blaze TV. And I believe now it's called Blaze TV Plus. And you can be a member and be a subscriber and you'll get uh, Blaze TV. You'll get the Blaze.com website. And you'll continue to get this show free. Uh-huh. You're welcome. You can go to uh, blazetv.com slash jeffy, blazetv.com slash jeffy, and save $36 with the promo code jeffy plus. I just saw this. I just saw the new promo code jeffy plus. I like it. Uh, you get uh, so that's for a yearly uh, subscription to uh, Blaze TV plus. You can get $36 off for a year's subscription by using the promo code jeffy plus i like it so youtube is banning uh you know people that are saying things bad about uh the covid vaccine still uh or whatever they feel is going against uh you know youtube family policy and facebook is doing the same thing but i saw a story the other day that talked about how this radio host executed on a live facebook stream Okay, so he's on Facebook doing his live broadcast. He's a radio host. He's inside his home, uh, which is his home-based radio station in the southern Philippines. Okay, so he's doing a show. Someone gains access to the studio or his house, and you see him look up, and he doesn't seem too concerned, but he's just kind of continuing on the air, and he doesn't know what's going on. And then he gets shot twice, and you see a hand reach in front of the camera and pull the necklace off off his throat. And off they go. Okay, so I guess the killer gained access to his radio station by pretending to be an avid listener. And then the video is up. It takes his gold necklace and escape from the scene uh, with an accomplice who is waiting outside. The investigation obviously is ongoing. But I cannot believe that the video is still up. And still, this guy is shot, murdered, and it's still up. I mean, personally, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I I want it all to be there. We should be able to pick and choose what we watch and what we don't watch. That's uh, my decision. That's your decision. That's you know that's that's uh, free will. You want to watch something, watch it. But I can't believe that they've left it up. Okay, all right, stop. That's not okay. You didn't even fall off the chair. That sound effect is not even real. He just leans back in the chair. Have you even seen the video? Okay, okay, okay. And it was two shots, by the way. It wasn't just one. They were closer together, but that's enough. The most searched sex position in 14 states is the pretzel. 
This is according uh, to state-by-state analysis of Google Trends data performed by sex toy review site Bed Bible. So it's got to be true. Yeah, they, they have no reason to lie. Now, if you're not sure what the pretzel is, just know that you're trying to one person and legs up and bottom down. You know what I'm talking about. I could go into the full thing. You don't have no idea how I want to go into the full description, but I won't. I won't. Just know that that's the number one, the pretzel, okay? <laughs> so if you live in Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Minnesota, Mississippi, Nebraska, Nevada, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Utah, West Virginia, uh, you're looking for the pretzel. You're, you're searching for the old pretzel. Number two. Coming in at number two, the second most searched position is the speed bump. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The person is face down with the wedge underneath. All right, stop. Just don't don't push me because I'll do it. And it's. It's all people in uh, Arkansas, Colorado, Indiana, Massachusetts, Tennessee, Texas, and Wisconsin are looking for the speed bump. I guess that was popularized by uh, the TV show Love Island. That's what they were looking for on Love Island. Then there's the Eiffel Tower. Now, the three-person setup that has one partner getting on all fours to form the tower base. Now, see, I didn't know these positions had names. Like, they're fine. I'm with the positions. I understand, you know, what's happening, and I enjoy them. I just didn't know they had Oh, that's an Eiffel Tower. Okay. <laughs> uh, what happens is it's a three-person thing. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a three-person thing. Oh, yeah. Now you are going to be with her. And then you are going to be with him. And I am going to be with this. That's what's happening here. And it's, look at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh my gosh so good so good okay so other popular positions thrust into the google search boxes all right eagle triceratops butter churner corkscrew lotus sniper that's from bedbible.com. Those are the terms that people are searching for. I mean, just, you know, most search sex positions by state. All right, let's pick a state here, shall we? What state should we pick? Oh, I know, Texas. Oh, we already did that. Speed bump, yeah. All right, South Dakota. South Dakota, you say. Pile driver. Ha! <laughs> That's awesome. New York, Cupid's arrow. Okay. Missouri, the wheelbarrow. <laughs> uh, Michigan, missionary. What are we doing? How boring. I mean, even the entire Michigan, it's the whole, it's the whole, I'm holding up my, my hand as the map right here, the entire state of Michigan. That maybe, maybe the Upers, but not the, not the lower Michigan. No, I won't hear of it. Wyoming is Eiffel Tower. I don't know what what's Cupid's arrow. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Triceratops, too. That does not sound good. You know, it got me thinking. Uh, these are more like really dog names. I was looking at the... Uh, <laughs> as I'm seeing the top sexual position names, and I'm looking at the top 10 most popular dog names in the U.S., and it's Pile Driver, Triceratops, Eiffel Tower. No, it just Speed Bump. No, you can't call a dog Speed Bump. Not when they're alive. Anyway, the top 10 uh, most popular dog names in the U.S. Bella, Luna, Max, Daisy, Charlie, Coco, Buddy, Lucy, Milo, and Bailey. And just no fluffies. Fluffy's the name for the dog. Like, you know, the, the dog that I said that we would never have in our in my life, I would not allow a dog in my house. And now, you know, we have a dog in our house. That's how, man, I put my foot down. And I said, no, we will not have a dog in this house. So anyway, the dog. Uh, the dog is here. My daughter named the dog a name that she loves, but it doesn't fit him. It doesn't fit him. She loved the name, but it just, to me, it's like that's not him. And so I call him Doofus. Yeah, it's just his name to me. Doofus. Doof. That's his name. It's, and I, I, it, fit, it works for me. And he, he looks, he comes to me, he answers to it. He knows, he knows I'm talking to him. So, I mean, he could still go with his name that my daughter gave him. Because, you know, she thinks it's his dog, or it's her dog. Ugh. That I swore we would not have a dog. But, I'm just saying, when anyone or anything answers the doofus... That's their name. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.